61. We're thinking about Jesus weeping, and this is our second consideration this morning. And we're looking at uh, Luke chapter 19, verses 41 to 44. When Jesus was come near, he beheld the city of Jerusalem and wept over it, saying, If you had known, even you, at least in this your day, the things which belong unto your peace, but now they are hid from your eyes. For the days will come upon you that your enemies will cast a trench about you, and compass you round and keep you in on every side, and shall lay you even with the ground, and your children within you. And they shall not leave you, leave in you one stone upon another, because you knew not the de- time of your visitation. This is the second time, <clears throat> the second time, we see Jesus weeping in the gospel records. The third one we'll look at next time, God willing. Earlier in Luke's gospel, in chapter thirteen, we find the Saviour saying this. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, which kills the prophets and stones them that are sent unto you, how often I would have gathered your children together, as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you would not. Behold, your house is left unto you desolate. You may possibly remember the true story I referred to on a previous occasion. In Australia, there was a farm fire, and after everything had been extinguished, the farmer went out to survey the situation. As he walked through the farmyard, he saw the remains of a mother hen, which had been destroyed by the fire. He kicked the carcass, and from underneath came a brood of chicks, alive and well. This is the picture the Lord Jesus was referring to when he said he would gladly have gathered the people of Jerusalem under his all-protecting wings and suffered the judgment consequent upon their sins in their place. But they would not. They would not come to him. The two significant expressions are these. I would, but you would not. So in our scripture today, there are at least three important matters that should be etched upon our minds and hearts. Number one, that there is a day of judgment coming. Number two, that the Lord Jesus offers deliverance. And number three, that there are very few who accept. As I'm sure you know from scripture and indeed from secular history, that what the Lord warned the citizens of Jerusalem about took place in AD 70. It is recorded in secular history that the Lord's words were fulfilled. The Roman Emperor Titus and his army razed the city of Jerusalem to the ground, and it is estimated that over a million people lost their lives. It's also said that the Romans couldn't find enough wood in order to crucify the inhabitants of the city. How solemn. That's what the citizens of Jerusalem had done by the Romans just 40 years prior to that or thereabouts. So we're thinking of the man of sorrows weeping. Why? Because of the stubbornness, defiance and rebellion of the human heart. 
God spoke through Jeremiah, the man who is called the weeping prophet, and he said this, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. I'd like to say to anyone listening this morning that as yet has never bowed the knee to the Lord Jesus and received him as your own personal Lord and Saviour. Your heart and will is naturally rebellious and unwilling to submit and acknowledge your desperate need of God's so great salvation. However, the consequences of such refusal and rebellious behaviour means inevitable judgment. This is exactly why my lovely Saviour wept over Jerusalem that day. And might I say, is he weeping over your soul today? Because you still are resisting his love and his desire to bless you? Could it be written on your gravestone when you leave this world and in your obituary, Jesus would, but you wouldn't? The last part of our reading this morning is very, very solemn and serious. It says this, Because you knew not the time of your visitation. They had their opportunity, their visit from the God who loved them, even God's Son, the Lord Jesus. Instead of receiving him, they led him outside Jerusalem's wall, out to Calvary. And there they crucified him. And they shouted, we will not have this man to reign over us. Actually, they didn't even say this man. We will not have this to reign over us. This was God's son. This was the love of God's heart. And this act of theirs was the greatest evidence of human wickedness this world has ever seen. But can I say that it was also the greatest demonstration of divine love? Because it was there on that old rugged cross that Jesus dealt with sin and my sins and procured for all those who would receive him by faith eternal, eternal life the forgiveness of sins, and so great salvation. And you can receive that by faith this very moment. The opportunity for salvation will not always be available to you, my dear listener, this morning. Scripture reminds us very clearly, in an acceptable time I have heard you, and in the day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. It has become such an issue with me this just this past couple of weeks, having spoken to a dear man about his soul on a number of occasions, and then that man died. There was nothing I could do for him after that. I could only tell him before he left this world, how that Jesus loved him and died for him, in order that he might be saved. But once that, once death had come, there was nothing more I could do, and my heart grieves, 
Maybe he trusted the Lord in the last final moments of his life, I don't know. So last time we saw that Jesus wept over the sorrow sin had brought into his fair creation. Today we have seen that Jesus wept over the rebellion and unwillingness of the human heart to accept his offer of salvation and blessing. What I sincerely pray today is that your heart will be opened and that you and he will rejoice together. I don't know whether you remember Luke chapter 15, the Lord Jesus speaking about the lost sheep. And he says this, as the shepherd brought back the lost sheep, he says, rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repents. Can I just ask you a final question? What will you do with Jesus? Will you make my Saviour and heaven weep? Or will you make my Saviour and heaven rejoice? God bless his word to you today.